so from Tom Levick, we've got Hitler only has one ball. Uh, this is a documentary. <laughs> it's a Netflix eight-part documentary. No, I think Mo- this... most most of which is just photos of Hitler's testicles. <laughs> what if? Okay, but what if this was um, uh, a kind of? This is a sports movie. <laughs> I knew this was going to go this way. So um, this is set in in Nazi Germany, yeah. right, during the Second World War. Yeah. And during one of Adolf Hitler's massive rants, it cuts back, flashes back to him trying and failing to be a professional footballer. Yeah. And he scores every goal he ever he ever shoots. Um, but then when he misses one, it 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 like triggers something in him. Yeah. It it <laughs> like they say like they say like they say um getting turned away from art school or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Did. Well, this is this is a parallel world. Yeah, in which, which instead it wasn't of art, art school, school, it was professional football. It was professional footballing. Yeah. So, I think uh, I think with this, he, he's not. I would say Hitler was a good footballer, but. Yeah, he's not bad. He's not sort of semi-pro, semi-pro, and uh, I yeah. think he's he's sort of been scouted. Yeah, by uh, by someone. Um, so who's playing Hitler in this? Um, uh, let's call Chris it. Pratt. Chris Pratt would be a good. I I, I think why not Taika Waititi again? Taika Waititi, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Taika Waititi playing Hitler. I mean, we're doing no research. He said he'll never do any research yeah. for, for for the role of Hitler. That's fair. So... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tiger Watiti. Um so yeah, he's he's playing football. He's like bloody hell, I can't can't kick the ball. Oh, I'm rubbish at football. Yeah, fuck. Can't can't I'm so rubbish at football. No one'll ever pick me for the professional teams. And uh and this ball rolls up. He goes, Hello. <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you a perfect ball handling skills. Oh yeah. I'll I'll make you win this game. You just gotta give me a little bit of your humanity. <laughs> you wanna, you wanna progress to be professional footballer. You gonna get some, you gonna get some troublesome political views. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it, it's 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 small things at first, right? Yeah. Like uh, I don't know um, uh, the statues of racists should stay up. Um, yeah, yeah. It's you know small stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, at first, that's he, he's he's saying like, oh, you know, all lives matter, you know, yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. He's he's just saying really the, the, the little things. And then and then it progresses. Like, the more goals he scores, he can only, he's, the, he's only the, getting one game at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the sort of higher up in the ranks of professional football he goes. Yeah. Um. He. Uh, he he gets worse and worse. Yeah. To the point where he's now at the Olympics. Yep. And uh, he's he's got to beat uh, Jesse Owens. Is yep. it Jesse Owens? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the the so he's he's got he's got the third Reich. Yeah. 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 Via football. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's that good at football. It's the third strike. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the third strike. It's what. And he's got he's got to beat Jesse Owens at football. Yeah. Yeah. Um and uh but he's he's beforehand he like gets the camera yeah 
and like gets gets the reporters. He's like, "Come here, come here!" And he says a load of racist bullshit. <laughs> right? He's just going on a massive diatribe. Yeah, yeah. The more the more racist stuff he says, this is the thing. It's flipped now. The more racist stuff he says, the higher the goal count. Sure, but then someone gets annoyed at him, like because it's the Olympics. Loads of different countries mm. there. Someone grabs the ball out of his hands and spikes it on a on oh, a on no. a flipping pole. No, <laughs> I'm dying. Help, Hitler! Hitler, help! Help your old ball, pal. He's dead. Mm. He's nasty ball man. And Hitler only had one of them. He only had one of them. <laughs> so, so now he gets he's he gets screwed. On, he gets onto the pitch and just gets his ass whooped. Oh yeah, no, in and uh, and yeah, well, I think the commentators like, oh, I hear he only has one ball. <laughs> oh wait, no, the other I believe is in the Albert Hall. Um, and his mother has the other, so he's got th- <laughs> he's got three balls. He's got three, yeah, he's got three balls. Yep. Um, I heard one was on the garden wall as well, so yeah. it could be four. Could be four. We're all speculating here, but the only thing, the only thing that we've come to to the conclusion of here are, uh, in the commentary box is that this man must be stopped. <laughs> yes, yes. Everyone, get your guns out. <laughs> and then it's just Hitler <laughs> avoiding bullets. Yeah. For. For thirty it, minutes. Well, yeah. No, it's not even thirty minutes, Tom. We end with a Benny Hill chase. <laughs> Around, well, no, not Benny Hill Chase because that in, implies that people are running after him. No, they it's, are. It's, it's, no, it's it's Hitler running around on a football pitch while people <laughs> shooting at <laughs> shooting at <laughs> it with guns. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think they're also chasing after him. Yeah, like people are shooting at him. Yeah, yeah. But also, like you got the groundskeeper with his rake. Oh yeah, yeah. And like course, you know, there's people with with bats from the baseball aspect of um of the Olympics. Um. You know, loads, loads of it. Yeah, it's yeah. just loads of people chasing him around in a belly, Benny Hill um, uh, to the Benny Hill theme tune, and and that's the end of the film. Yeah. Like the ah, re- the rest, as they say, is history. Oh no, I'm bloody getting chased. Oh, oh no. no. I wish I hadn't wanted to become a professional footballer. I now. wish I was. Wish I wasn't such a bad guy, but I am. <laughs> I still have all the views. I sold my soul to become a FIFA footballer. And I still have all these terrible views. Oh no, it's not gone with the ball, and the ball's like, yeah, you, you, I'm, I'm the ball of evil, <laughs> the ball of fascism, ball of fascism. I'm a wibbly ball of fascism. You may have popped me, but I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back in a different guise. It's why all football fans are racist on a different continent. I'm just gonna throw that out there. All mm. football fans are racist. Yeah, if you like football, unfortunately, that's that's <laughs> just the law. That's, that's you. Yep. That's you. Yep. You know those those skinheads with their top off, tops off fighting fighting the police in London. I, I heard that's they were just fighting statues. <laughs> just fighting statues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, if you like football, that's your fault. Yeah, yeah. You did this. Yeah, you did this. If you like the sport of football, that's your problem. Sorry. You're a supporter of Hitler. Yeah. If you if you ever if you've ever watched football and gone, I like that. We don't make the rules, people. <laughs> we just think of them, then say them, and then say that they're the rules. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, nothing we can do out of our hands. No. 
Um, so that's it. That's that's Hitler's only got one ball. Hitler only has one ball. Thanks, yeah. Tom Levick, for that title. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, my waste of talent before we start. You want to talk about my waste of talent? Yeah. Well, this seems uh, oddly this accusatory, is, Tom. This is done. This is done. You want to talk about your waste of talent? I want to talk about my waste of talent. Right. Um, on Twitter. Yeah. At waste underscore talent. Okay. Um, I've picked one of one of the titles today. Yeah. So I'm not going to read that one out, but I'm just going to list a few. We asked for war films this week. Uh huh. And my waste of talent has given us these are some good clown eggs. <laughs> what? I am the hottest milf. What? I need to crawl down into the basement of Area 51 so I can lay my progeny. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> Ron Pillman is bullying me for my failure. <laughs> I kind of like that one. Yeah, I, like that one. <laughs> I was a top contender. Um, it says you're hard. I don't understand why it says you're hard. <laughs> Those are the titles we got from My Waste of Talent this week after asking for war films. So, my, um, I mean, I, I I have two theories for this. Yeah. The first one is that, is quite a boring one, that um, My Waste of Talent is taking out, out of context, things from other things that they have seen or heard. Yeah. And, and, and putting them into pictures. Yeah. The other one being, they've gone, they've they've got enough yes, very clever awards and and main pitches that they've gone into a new oeuvre. Yeah, they've they've ascended. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've ascended to a different <laughs> plane of pitch of dialogue. <laughs> they're going into a slightly taking a more slightly artistic direction. Yeah, yeah, and, and I like it. Every one of these <laughs> would be on the honourable mentions list, or like this week. <laughs> the main pitch <laughs> of course this week's gonna have gonna have a uh, a particularly um out there main pitch then yeah oh oh boy yeah 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 you're okay. gonna you're gonna you're gonna smile at least okay when you when you see it we've got a ton of yes very clever awards this week um my one of my favorites yeah is from Anne tifa we've got you boat, me boat, and Dupree boat. <laughs> I would have pitched that. Yeah, yeah. Like I was, <laughs> I was like, I almost wrote it down. I was like, hang on, wait a minute. Yeah, That's a film starring Owen Wilson. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, we've got Deer Hunter from Connor Lavelle. From <laughs> Connor with an actual film. Deer or Deer Hunter, as in. Dearest Hunter. Ah, uh, um, Dear uh, Hunter. We've got the People v Godzilla. I again. <laughs> we've already pitched that. But I like the idea of Godzilla sitting out in the trenches. Yeah. Like, ah, I hate this. <laughs> I've got trench foot. And I'm, <laughs> I'm sick of waiting for supplies to get to the front lines. There's no, there's no, like, there's no other soldiers on Godzilla's side. But it's just a waiting game. Um, from Noid Culture, the Noid Culture podcast, which I'm on, we've got Rocket Man. 
that's a that's a love story. Yeah. Um. Uh, from Ross Originals, even Ross is given as a yes very clever award this week. Good evening, Korea. <laughs> Which, in a way, is it could be a good film. Yeah, absolutely. I, I could imagine a sort of Casablanca-esque yeah. World War Two movie. Absolutely. Um, National Health Service, we've pitched before. I f- We're getting to the point now where people are giving us titles we've had before. <laughs> That's scary. Which is the two in a week. Um, it's, it's not good. I'm sure we've got some more as well. Um, good night, Chad. Good night, Chad. <laughs> Actually, I think the, the best Yes Very Clever award... Um, I'll leave for the actual Yes Very Clever Award. But, yeah, it's uh, a lot of fun. Oh, no, Crimea River. Crimea River. River. Yeah. I love it. From Josh Wyatt. That's there. good. It's yeah. good shit. Yeah, and the best one, I'll save to last. Is Crimea River a movie? It's a song by Justin Timberlake. And many others. And um, many others. I think we could have made a we could have made a film. No, like I that. think it's just Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's all right then. Yeah, just Justin Timberlake. Just this, Justin. <laughs> just Justin Timberlake. This Justin. What's Only... your favorite war movie, Matt? What's my favorite war movie? Yeah. Um, like this will be telling. Yeah. Um, it's Carry On Up the Kyber. Really? Yeah. The wow. Here's the thing, Tom. I don't gel with propaganda. No. Like, I don't gel with, like, um, uh, superheroic tales of, 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 um, I, th- I think, I think you're missing a, uh, I think you're missing one here when you say you don't gel with propaganda. Yeah. And that is Starship Troopers. I mean, sure, is that, yeah, I guess that is a war movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're yeah. right, you're right. Yeah, that, that is better than Carrying Up the Kyber. Yeah. Um, <laughs> both take a similar <laughs> approach to, uh, to to war. Yeah. Um, which is to say, like, ridiculing it in, 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 in different ways. Yeah. I um, think, weirdly, I think Starship Troopers, because I've not seen it for a while, needs a rewatch, definitely. Yeah. Starship Troopers really sort of treads the line, weirdly treads the line between parody and an earnest portrayal of, of uh... well it's based on a book which is a heavy satire yeah it's a very heavy satire of um of of, of war yeah um uh, and just like the blown up jingoistic aspect of mm. of um like many uh kind of military systems um and the the film carries a lot of that over yeah um and it's just so ridiculous it's and over so top. ridiculous yeah. like i mean I've, i'm sure i must have said this on the, on the podcast before but like the idea that they're in boot camp training they're using live rounds because people are really disposable yeah and someone gets their head blown off and because of how good the um uh the like you, you see a general who's had his arm blown off in the yeah. past, but has had it replaced with like a a, a liquidy sort of uh, prosthetic. Yeah. And because no, none of these boot camp kids have seen anything like um, but the medical marvels of the military. Yeah. This person gets their head blown off, and someone goes medic. <laughs> like get him a new head. Yeah. Oh man. It's... <laughs> Like I reckon, I reckon those films. I reckon, well, those films, that film, because uh, I know there was a few more. There were more, yeah, but, but the, they weren't yeah, as good. No. Uh, I reckon that one's going to get remade in the next few years. 
Probably, and you'd hope it'll it'll actually understand the spirit because the second and third one mm. did not. Yeah, they were just literal war movies. Yeah, uh, but they were they were for the people who watched Star Trek Troopers and said, "Oh, it's so yeah. bad, it's good, isn't it?" Yeah, it's like people who play Warhammer Forty Thousand and <laughs> like love the Emperor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really it's like, love. Have you not uh... <laughs> looked into it? Yeah, like the the mo- like. The first five minutes mm. of reading any lore for, for <laughs> Warhammer 40,000, like, you're just like, is... no, no one comes off well here. No no, no one's the hero. This is, this is a war machine for a war machine's sake. Oh, yeah, even on the peaceful planets, there's still an incredible amount of underclass people who are fighting over bread. Yeah. It's... It's just so dark. I mean, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? They they set out, and they always have done, in Warhammer and Warhammer 40, all, all, all mm. like, their kind of franchises, to um, to make it grimdark. You know, yeah. it's, it's always, no matter where you are, it's supposed to be terrible, and you're everyone in it is fighting for their very lives, and there's no yeah. way that, that they can stay out of the war. There's just no hope. Yeah, no yeah. hope whatsoever. Um, which, you know, draws a certain crowd, yeah. uh, a certain... You know, edgy crowd. Edgy crowd. Um, uh, which then, you know, <laughs> give them an inch, <laughs> and they'll run off with a, they'll run off with a fascist and go, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's ours. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's what happened to the Starship Troopers sequels. <laughs> someone went, so, look, so, yep. This is ass. Yep, it's like someone watching Aliens. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and just making more of those movies. Yeah, imagine that. But but everyone's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like Starship Troopers. Yeah, it's yeah. You're right. That is my favorite war movie, Tom. Yeah. Um. Uh. If you don't count like Mulan, or um. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Mulan's yeah. a war movie. Um. Trying to think of others like I like Gladiator. Yeah, in a way. It sounds like the start is a war movie. Yeah, it, it, like but that, even that though, it's framed very much like a war movie, right? Mm. Like you can, it's not like it's, it's not set a set during piece. a time of war. It's not a set piece. No, it's like shit. Like we get to see the the, the process of a battle yeah. during a time of war and the fallout thereof. Yeah. Um. Um. Troy, I know you don't like me. I don't like movie at all. I, I have a weird fondness for the movie Troy. I don't know why. Yeah. Because I watched a bit of it the other day. I was like, this is still pretty good. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand where the hate comes from. And. I'm guessing it's from people who have studied the Iliad. Yeah. Who are like, this is completely wrong. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's and I'm just like, wrong. I don't care. I I like the fact that, because the Iliad heavily relies on the idea of gods existing. Sure, yeah. And this is why they couldn't make a sequel about the Odyssey. From straight from Troy, yeah, because because all the plot points in in the Odyssey yeah. require gods existing and and fantasy beasts. Yes, and in the film Troy, they go out of their way to sort of make the idea of gods very sort of realistic. Yeah, we don't know if the gods are there looking over everyone. Yeah, but everyone treats it as though they are yeah we what's the good thing about the the good thing about troy Mm. is that you 
feel it's 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 in a way historically accurate yeah. in that you feel like you live within yeah like a very religious society yeah um like this film is set within a very religious society other other aspects of historical accuracy listen it's not it's a comic book it's made yeah. up it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a weird one they've, they've gone they've gone and made a uh, they've gone and made an event which could very well have just been made up yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and then and then made it into a historical epic yep which i quite like um sure. i mean yeah. i i don't you know it's, it's my biases here speaking and i i i I'll, I'll i'll own that mm. tom but i it sounds like cowardice to me if you if you can't accept a greek legend as it is and go listen these people believed in gods therefore the gods are in this film or at least have an actual presence there the weird the weird thing is i I do really like films that that do what troy did Mm. and sort of make it a make it a realistic thing like uh exodus uh the ridley scott movie um Starring uh, Christian Bale as Egyptian prince, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Ew. Uh, Joel Egerton as Egyptian prince, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver as Egyptian princess. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't like that at all. Um, ben Kingsley as <laughs> Egyptian. Um, well, you know. well, you know, yeah. I mean, he's he's what like half Indian, yeah. <laughs> Half Indian, born in Kenya. Yeah, we found out the other day watching and, Thunderbirds. But with like, but the rest white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I, no, is he? We we were looking up him in on Wikipedia because we were like, how? Just exactly what percentage <laughs> of uncomfortable should we be with him painted orange? Yeah, with thick eyeliner and wearing kind of like. Um, uh, very generic sort of uh, dragon. Enough, I'm not sure if Ben Kingsley is in um, a dragon dressing is gown. In Exodus, actually, it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're talking about him now. Yeah, <laughs> we were we were looking him up because he's he's always in films. <laughs> we were watching Thunderbirds Argo. <laughs> we were, yeah, 2004's Thunderbirds Argo. Yeah, <laughs> which right in a way. Was a fun movie to watch. Yeah, we yeah. had a lot of fun watching. We, we certainly, we we certainly watched it. Yeah, we we, we watched def- all of it as well, which is you know nearly more than I could say for Artemis Fowl. <laughs> it was only sheer grit and determination that made me watch the rest of Artemis Fowl. <laughs> I only came in for like the last twenty minutes, didn't I? Yeah, and. Uh, no idea what was going on. You and you had a lot me. less to lose as well because you haven't read the book. <laughs> I haven't read the book. Um, I was confused by who was the main character. Was it was it Artemis? So Fowl? was the movie. Did Artemis Fowl write the book about Eoin Colfer, <laughs> or Owen. was it Eoin Colfer? Exactly. I've only really realised this now. I'm not ten. <laughs> um, yeah, it's true. It's it's someone's name and then someone's name, yeah. isn't it? It's like who wrote what book? Yeah. Um, and in some some books, yeah. the name of the author is very big. Yeah. So like Stephen <laughs> King yeah. is massive on quite a lot of his books. Yeah. And then the title's just written underneath in very small font. <laughs> so I was like, right, is this book by Artemis Fowl? And it's about Eoin Colfer. Eoin Colfer, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, that movie 
someone pulled a lever which said cancel. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like on a space shuttle where you've got the abort button. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've still got to go into space. Yeah, yeah, you're already there. You're already in space, but you've got to get out. Yeah. And someone pulled that lever. You are not completing that mission. <laughs> but, and what we saw was the wreckage in the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> we saw the descent <laughs> and the wreckage in the Atlantic Ocean. Like, they intended a space mission and then someone had gone, clank, no. With Ken Branagh miraculously putting his thumb up <laughs> out, of the, out of the water. Just like, yep. I'm okay. My career will survive this. It will. It will. And the thing is, Disney's getting the rap for it. Yeah. Because in my opinion, it felt like it was ruined by committee. It was a movie ruined by committee. Yeah. I don't know. And and there is those, you know, three hour long um, uh, video essays are going to piece this apart for me. So I'm not going to try too hard here. No. But... Um, taking a, a book about a child criminal genius mm. and um, uh, where in which he's the bad guy and is essentially the um, Alan Rickman in the Die Hard scenario where he kidnaps a magical creature mm. and the police of the magical creature's universe come back to claim the hostage. Yeah. Um, that is a good concept for a, for a young adult book. Mm. That didn't happen. What or... you got was a shit Harry Potter. <laughs> what you got was a shit Harry Potter. Oh, no, wait, an even shitter Harry Potter. Where, where the, the... Actually, no, I, I... The first two films, and again, I have no idea why I'm in the minority on this. <laughs> the first two Harry Potter films are great. It's I, just downhill from there. I have, I have rendered myself unable to tell. Yeah. I just don't know, Tom. No. It's like I couldn't tell you whether if I watched Shrek today, I think it was good. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Because I was I watched it too much as a child. I have no idea. I don't I don't get why people like Shrek either. I, it's... It's a fucking heartless... A heartless movie, Shrek. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Agreed. He's uh, got some good jokes. That's about it. Yeah, that's about and it. And even then... Most of them are dated now, so it's... a lot of them are certainly. Yeah. Um, the uh, about as dated as the CGI. Um, oh God, yeah. <laughs> watching that movie feels so empty. Yeah. So empty. Nothing's going on in the background in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> what what do what did I watch the other day? Where no one had bothered to animate extras. Yeah. So it was just like. I think it might have been Star Wars Rebels. They were flying through this very, very built-up city. There was no one on the streets. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's it. It's the same thing. Yeah. Um, the, but yeah, like Artemis Fowl, like they took that mm. idea and clearly they'd focus tested it, mm. and people had gone from the from the test footage they'd seen. I don't know how I like. Artemis Fowl it just doesn't it's in the, in the film about him and he's supposed to be the good guy and yeah. then they've gone right take it back and make him a good guy yeah. and so we start the film off with a long monologue about <laughs> about him surfing and skating him well, going to school and the system not understanding such a smart boy yeah and um, him loving his dad loads God. <laughs> 
Uh, Sounds very much like Sky High to me. Is a little bit. Sky High. The, the other Disney film. that Disney Plus. You've watched Sky High. I have. That's the other film you've watched on Disney Plus. Mm. You said you've not watched a film I on know, Disney I, I Plus. I caught the end of Sky High. Did I you? didn't watch the whole thing. Certainly not. All right. But Sky High. <laughs> I, I, wa- I walked in on you guys watching Sky oh, High. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sky High is a is a treat. <laughs> it's in the same level of uh, Thunderbirds Argo, I think. For for how sort of it's it's a it fun was film. made in the two thousands era. Yeah, but it feels like it was made in the sixties and not in a good way. No, no. It's a fun it's a fun film to talk over. Yeah. and make fun of, much like. Uh, Actually, no. I was about to say Battlefield Earth, but that's that's not a fun that's experience a fun, to talk over. F- fun experience to talk over, to no. watch, to have on, yep. to have near you. Even just being in the room with it will make you feel dizzy. There is nothing redeemable about Battlefield Earth, like the production of it. No, nope. like it it looks terrible. Like it's right. So here's the thing. Yeah. Another a. war movie. We're back to war movies. <laughs> Battlefield Earth. A. Mired in controversy. Yeah. <laughs> so, bad start. Yeah. <laughs> B. The production value is really muddy. Oh, good lord, yes. Like, it's... There's nothing defining about the aesthetic of that film. No. Except for... C. Dutch Angles. All t- all day, every day. No, Dutch Angles, right? Dutch Angles are good <laughs> when used sparingly. Yeah. Not not every shot. <laughs> sparingly sparingly and not opposing angles every yeah. time every time you cut. So you hurt your neck <laughs> watching to the film. It, yeah. 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 Dutch angles are supposed to make you feel very slightly disoriented so that like the motion that's going on in on screen mm. is more effective. Yeah. Like <laughs> best best sort of no, most natural use of Dutch angles is the Thor movie, which I think people some some people say Ken Branagh overdid it. I think no, that's just about the same. I think but, Ken about the right Branagh might of, uh, might well have been the. I think that Thor movie yeah. might well have been the only reason that the cinematic universe took off. Because obviously Iron Man was good, yeah, but you couldn't go uh, Iron Man flop 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 Iron Man two flop 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 and no. then the Avengers right yeah 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 no you have to have <laughs> you have to have two. at least you have to have at least three movies that yeah. worked before yeah. you made the the Avengers yep the you got Iron Man one Iron Man two again I think it's pretty good yeah, it's I, I don't know why people I don't know why people don't like that but like um, Incredible Hulk people forget exists yes and with good reason yeah. Um, um, but but I mean the ones that succeeded yeah were Iron Man, Thor, and Captain, uh, Captain America. America. Yeah. yeah, like and those were the ones they needed. Another war movie, Captain America. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Again, I don't know what you what 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 you're worried about. There's loads of they can, you can do sub, subject matter in wars and just make just put a guy right and he's just got his face yeah. is just a red skull. Yeah. And he's a Nazi, yeah. but worse than that. Yeah. Like, take the Nazis and be like, even worse. Yeah, yeah. Right? And he's got a red skull for a face. Yeah. And he's trying to get an alien artifact to blow up the world. Yeah. That's his thing. That's a war movie. Yeah, it's a war movie. <laughs> it's the stakes of a war movie. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman. 
Yeah, so it's also a war, war movie. movie. And that's a good war movie. Yeah. Like, mm. they do a good job of, like, setting it, like, you know, at that time. They don't, like, gloss over it. Yeah. I think that film is held together. The, the more I think about it, the more I think that film's held together purely by Gal Gadot's on-screen charisma. I think on-screen, ke- that and her chemistry with Chris Pine. Yeah, with Chris Pine. But every time she smiles yeah. in that movie, I'm just like, oh my God, this film is the best movie ever. <laughs> I need to watch this movie again. Actually. Yeah, because every um, time she smiles, it's great. It's You're having a fun time yeah. when you're watching uh, Gal Gadot smiling. And then you remember, she's a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's it swings around. It's like about watching Baby Driver, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> oh good lord. Uh, so, yeah. so someone the other day saying, uh, someone the other day tweeted, uh, which which celebrity death hit you the hardest? And the top tweet was <laughs> <laughs> was Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> oh good lord. <laughs> Anyway, let's let's pitch some movies. Yeah, let's do that. Let's end it on that note, we've, shall we? We've talked about war movies. Yeah, uh, we mentioned we've them. about uncomfortable, uh, uncomfortable <laughs> Hollywood things. Yeah, that's that's a perfect place no to one, say. No one in Hollywood is good. No, let's just say that. Yeah, everyone's got a secret. Everyone's got a secret, except for Keegan Michael Key. <laughs> Who I think? No, no, he he doesn't have any secrets, no, does he? No, he's just a good boy. He's uh, uh, there's something about him though no, he's that just screams. A good, he's just a good boy. That screams. He's like he's eaten a person, <laughs> like Neil Buchanan Neil in Art Attack. Buchanan. Neil Buchanan. I'm I'm guessing. You're just guessing he's eating a person. Yeah. I see. New, New, Bu- New Buchanan, I'm certain, is a secret cannibal. <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda isn't, isn't, that doesn't have a, a, a dark secret. He does. Yeah. He does, yeah. Um, I reckon Hamilton was not written by him. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He paid a team of writers at Sue and Aaron. No, 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 no. His, his, his mate, his mate, um, yeah. Johnny... Biscuits. Biscuits. Yeah. yeah, he he wrote it. Yeah. He wrote it. He was sat at his piano and Lim, Lim was going, oh man, I wish I could write something that good. I wish I could do do that do that well. And he's like, I finished it. I finished it. Let me just just help me uh, manoeuvre this piano uh, <laughs> on this crane for you, Lim. Just, just help me manoeuvre this piano onto my balcony. On, my, well, on, on, my, you... on my 50th floor balcony. <laughs> I just need to. I just need your help maneuvering this, please, Lin Manuel. Please just hold hold these hold these notes I've got for a uh... <laughs> while. I while I move this this precarious piano over these shears. Yeah, I doubt he's read that Chernov book. No. No. Yeah. I. I it's, he stole it. <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda it. stole Hamilton. What the Ron Chernow book? <laughs> No, from the, from no, the airport. No, the play. The play. He was, he was in the airport, and he was like, "I would, I would go oh, so far." As, cash on me. I would go so far as to say, it got to the point in which the entire play was choreographed with all the cast. 
And then Lin-Manuel Miranda turned up and went, I created this. And everyone was just gaslighted. Wow. He did. Yeah. He, did he did create this. Yeah. In the Heights, though, that was him. That was him. That was him. That was definitely him. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.